we we were was that Sunday? No, Saturday. It was Saturday. You, myself, and Sammy were talking about this just off the off the back of a meeting that we had, um, and yeah, it, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, it doesn't even it goes back as far as Friday to be honest, because Friday there was this whole thing of oh my god, is this a is this a Battlefront three tease from a dice dev? Oh my god, <laughs> you know, which it wasn't. Um, so you know, like for for me, it was like. Is this a tease? No, it's not. Saturday, we were talking about more Star Wars games that we really want to see. Sunday, I posted that video of like, no, it's not a tease. Monday, we got the announcement of Lucasfilm Games being a thing, which already just led to like a, oh my god, you know, could we be seeing more? Tuesday, it's more of a relaunch, really, because like Lucasfilm Games has been around since like the eighties. Yeah, exactly. I mean, before LucasArts was a thing, it was actually Lucasfilm Games. So yeah, it, it's Lucasfilm Games has been around for a while. It's just they're going back to this old, old brand that they used to have, which is pretty exciting. Um, and then, like on Tuesday, there was that whole Indiana Jones um, reveal, which to me was like was was awesome, but also I was kind of like, you know, could we maybe see some styles announcements over the next, yeah. you know, few days or weeks or whatever. Um, and on Tuesday night, I was playing Hero Showdown with uh, with a good friend of the podcast, Yepper. Hey. And we were we you know we played for a good hour or so, you know, getting like a six or seven win streak on Hero Showdown. And like for the whole time, we were pretty much just talking about styles games and ones we want to see and all that stuff. And it was just very little did I did I know that you know <laughs> twelve or so hours later, bang, Boom. more styles games coming, and it's just. What a crazy week. <laughs> For so long. Let's let's get right into this. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Uplink. For so long, like, I mean, in the, in that string of events, we were like, okay, no, that wasn't really a tease of Battlefront 3. We would love a Battlefront 3. Lucasfilm Games got announced. We're like, okay, this is interesting. What's going on here? Then the mm-hmm. Indiana Jones game is everyone's like, okay, calm down. EA's not losing the license. They're just making <laughs> an Indiana Jones game. And... Then the next day is like, oh my gosh, EA's losing the exclusivity license. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's honestly, it's so crazy. Like, I I love that EA have you know been able to make the games that they have done so far because I've really enjoyed all of them. I've spent so much time on them. Oh, 100%. Some you know, fought, you know, Fallen Order is my fa- one of my favorite single player games of all time. Squadrons is one of my favorite styles experiences. Battlefront Two is just my favorite game, and you know, and twenty fifteen was good, but. It's so refreshing and so awesome that other developers and creators out there get to actually work on on this amazing Star Wars franchise because there's just so much more that we we can get from this and it's just ah oh, happy days. <laughs> Very Star happy Wars, days. man. Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Let's let's go in and talk a little bit about the ideas that are being put in place. So. EA will still continue to make Star Wars games. They are still working on Star Wars games. They have some that have been announced, or one that has been announced, um, Fallen Order 2, that has been confirmed. Like, Fallen Order 2, is, yeah, like it hasn't officially been like properly announced. Like, yeah, we're making Fallen Order 2. It's just because they've been hiring for the Star Wars team, it's like we know they're making another one. Um, yeah, I, so, I think we'll get like the so it, yeah. I mean, so we know that they are making another Jedi game, but it, yeah, yeah, they would be insane not to. 
So that's, that's the only thing that we know for sure that's going to be on the horizon. So that's great. I mean, the so we got the Lucasfilm Games announcement doing daily videos on Uplink Podcast's YouTube channel. Subscribe if you have not. Do it. Do it. That that day that it got announced, Lucasfilm Games and the Indiana, Indiana Jones game, I made a video. And I was like, what would be great is if when EA loses the exclusivity license, that it opens up and EA will continue to make Star Wars games, but other <laughs> studios will be able to make Star Wars games too. <laughs> next then, day. <laughs> next day. <laughs> oh, God. It's crazy, honestly. It really is. Like, you know, it, it's, it's the right time, really, I think, because if we went another two years where other companies could not make Star Wars games, then we'd have to wait even longer. Like, we'd probably get, like, another one like 100% Fallen Order 2 and you know because yesterday EA announced that there are or yesterday as of recording this EA announced that there are multiple Star Wars projects in the work so maybe Mm -hmm. we could have had another one before or in 2023 as well so it's just we would have had two Star Wars games then from EA great Um, but no one else would be able to really work on Star Wars games yet until that license was was over essentially so yeah we would have had to wait even longer and because we've just come off the back of you know some really great years with ea it's nice to know now that um that other developers are giving you know are being able to have the chance to to work on these games as well because it could be a case of we get to 2024 and that's when the first non-ea game is released or maybe even in 2023 you know uh, uh, technically the license they're still going to have an exclusivity license for that 10-year period because there's no way that we will see any of the games that got announced the indiana jones game or the ubisoft game which we'll get into mm-hmm. later in the episode there's no yeah. way that those get released until that point like there's yeah there's no way these are literally they have been announced and this is them just getting out of the office room and signing the papers shaking the hands and being like okay mm-hmm. we're making a star wars it is still pretty much going to be a 10-year period of just ea games but it, it's going to be a case of other people now can make them as well because like if they still genuinely had you know exclusive license for 10 years and no one else could make star wars games then it would be a you know we would be in a situation where you know we'd have to wait even longer like even you know you know mid to late 20s really Mm -hmm. but now that it's like we've just announced lucasfilm games and we're opening the doors which it's just it's the best news that we could have really because as you say like it's still going to pretty much be a 10-year period of ea because there's no chance we'll see one of these star wars games from another studio come before that so i mean like at like we we could maybe see something in late 2023 like it's definitely possible but it depends on how big or small and Mm -hmm. what the project really is so i think we could definitely see something in late 2023 that's not from ea but like yeah even then like there's nothing going to come before that so as you say it's still pretty much going to be 10 years of ea which was not not a bad thing so mm-hmm. it's just it's so refreshing to know that actually you know whilst there are a more you know whilst there are a number of projects at ea confirmed the fact that ubisoft have had their game like officially announced with more announcements to come over the year is just yeah. is some of the best news we could have ever had really like this is this is the best case scenario like this is it really is the dream yeah. is so back back in um back in the heyday 
back in the golden era where everyone's like, oh my gosh, those were the Star Wars games. Those were the games that everyone loves. It was it was an open license. You could apply for it. You could purchase the license and create a Star Wars game. Obviously, that meant some of the games weren't that great, but obviously some of the other ones were fantastic. The Battlefront RPG series, Gen. the Republic, uh, Republic Commando game. I would love to see a, a sequel to that. That would be epic. I, I have a really interesting idea about that, actually. My dream for like a Republic Commando game would... It would kind of be like Rainbow Six Siege, but... It would be, it would be multiplayer and single player. So the single player itself would be like an actual Republic Commando like canon story. Whether yeah. that's essentially telling the tale from episode, you know, essentially the the story from like the original game, but slightly different, you know, just more appreciative to the canon in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Because Expanding all games the coming out will be, yeah. So basically, the single player campaign would be to do with that, like for, starting off from episode two and going beyond. But then the actual multiplayer aspect out of it would be like a tactical shooter, so 5v5. Um, you could have multiple operators, so you could have the actual Republic Commander unit itself and maybe some ARC troopers or clone commanders as the playable mm-hmm. character for the Republic. And then for the Separatists, you would have like IG Lancer droids, maybe Super Tactical droids and BX Commando droids as well. And you'd go up against that, you'd have hostage situations where maybe it's like a Republic Senator or like a, some kind of Separatist leader like Newt Gunray or something that the droids need to you know rescue um or you've got your typical bomb sites kind of stuff but yeah i I think that would be an amazing way to to reboot the republic commando oh definitely i've been playing i played some on stream is the first time i played the game i Mm -hmm. believe i may have played it when it first came out but i don't really remember it all that much it's playing it on pc and my gosh that game was not made for pc (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's the thing like all of these games would have been console really wouldn't they so mm -hmm. i mean some would have been pc but more but so it, for... the experience is still there. It's still super fun. Uh, while some of the controls are janky, the overall experience is great. The the differing abilities that you can have, the attachments for the guns, the DC-17 and the DC-17 sniper attachment, like it's all fantastic. Yeah. And the world mm-hmm. and those characters are so great. They could really bring it to the next level. Uh, maybe they start with a remaster. I know that's something that a lot of people are talking about currently. Um, well, I believe remasters are great, and I would love them to be added and brought forward. I don't think they should be made. I think it should be a remaster and not a remake. At this point, I would love to see if there's a big studio, I'd rather them start a new IP or a continuation of a series than remake something. I would love to see yeah, just 100%. a remaster of Republic Commando or a sequel. There's a company called Aspire Media who have done multiple like well they they're not really rem- they're not remasters they're just more PS4 Xbox one like console ports basically but I feel like it would be interesting to see if they could maybe just do an actual remaster to be honest and then see if just another company would actually do either a sequel or just a complete reboot of the franchise really because I'm not sure I'm not really too sure how Republic Commando like fits into the canon and because the guys at Disney have already said that every game coming out will be canon you you know you do have to abide by that so I'm not really too sure how well the story fits in like fully so I don't really feel like a sequel is necessarily on the cards it would be obviously really cool to see but I'm mm-hmm. not too sure if that would really be possible given the um 
given that everything has to be canon. So just some kind of reboot, honestly. It doesn't even have to start from episode two. It could literally just be a, a new story completely within the Clone Wars series. Um, Definitely. I would love it. I would love that. Yeah. Like a spiritual successor, uh, using yes, the buzzwords exactly. there. <laughs> yes, um, very much so. Another company that does pretty good uh, remasters is a company called Bluepoint. So I would love to see something like that. They uh, did the original port of Titanfall for Microsoft Windows and Xbox One. And the, the game that I know them by is the Uncharted, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. But yeah, I would I would love to see... I have a video that will be coming out today as we record talking about what I would want out of a Battlefront 3 and I don't want it from DICE. I want a smaller scale game mode, something like Rainbow Six Siege in Belief. I would love to see a smaller game that was set up from the beginning to be expanded later on and set up as a game that could be supported for five years instead of the the initial the initial promise of Battlefront 2 being that it's a game that's a live service and will continue to be updated. But with the, uh, the problems that launch with the progression system, they burned six to eight months of content development time fixing the problems that were introduced. So... Um, they struggled at launch, but I would love to see a Battlefront game that's smaller in scope, but goes forward and sets up all of the things so it's easily added to. Um, unlike Battlefront 2, where they couldn't add new star cards, they had to actually change the ones that were already there if they wanted to change anything. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the Battlefront franchise itself, like you know, it's always been this whole large scale thing. But there's no there's no reason why you couldn't have spin off battlefront games you know because i think there was meant to be one rumored in yes there was a canceled battlefront spin-off yeah so like i don't really see any reason as to why that can't happen like whether that's a tactical shooter or something else like it could have that battlefront title there i mean i don't like i don't think it ha i don't think games necessarily have to like with a tactical shooter you know i'd love it to be maybe just um inspired by republic commandos and stuff like that but if it wasn't and it was to be like multi-error then maybe that could have a battlefront title there but i just think that um especially with some of the with with multiplayer games like as much as i love everything to be multi multi-error i don't think they should i don't think that should be forced on any on anyone really like squadrons mm -hmm. was obviously just galactic civil war towards the end of it which is great and you know everyone including myself really has been saying that it would be awesome to see this for the republic and for the sequel trilogy as well um yeah and i still absolutely believe that but i just feel like maybe you can just do that in a different in a different game for that really instead of just trying to force yourself to do all of it at once because if you do that you're instead of have you know, i mean you're you're going to have like a similar amount of content but it's going to be smaller per error which is exactly always a good thing so but yeah it's there's a i mean what this really entails is there's a bright future for star wars games and it's Absolutely. going to get Absolutely. even better um, yeah i love all of the developer uh twitter accounts are like i would like to make a star wars game can i have a star wars mm -hmm. game <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh the, the funniest one i've i mean i haven't really seen too many but the funniest one i saw was uh devolver digital and yes. then full guys twitter account replied saying that like star Wars bean <laughs> star wars in bean game <laughs> so good this episode of Uplink Podcast is brought to you by It's Not a Tiny House Podcast, a podcast all about alternative living and making it happen. 
definitely go give them a listen. Link will be in the description of this episode. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. Now let's go into the the big announcement. The game Ruby. that everyone is talking about. And we don't have really much details on it at all. The Ubisoft Star Wars open world game. The words open world Star Wars game, to me, like... I've said it within the last 24 hours. I've repeated it to myself. I've looked in the mirror and gone, we're getting... I literally, like, before I went to bed last night, (laughs) I just brushed my teeth and I was like... I looked in the mirror, I was like, we're getting an open world Star Wars game from Ubisoft. And and EA are making multiple games. Like, it's just... Yesterday's news, like, just put me in so much disbelief. And whilst I didn't show it initially... For at least an hour and a half after the news of the Ubisoft open world, or like towards the time when my video came out, I was literally shaking so much, like just in so you know so much excitement, and it's just yeah, it's it like the fact that we've got a Ubisoft announcement for an open world Star Wars game. We already know we're getting more announcements later this year. Is just absolutely crazy. I'm really looking forward to that. But open world Star Wars game, like yeah, as you said, we don't know much about it yet, but. I just I can't help but be excited for it at the moment, especially as it's come f- coming from uh, Massive Entertainment. So the team behind yes. the Division One and Two and the Crew One and Two, they're both franchises that I've played a little bit about, as well uh, as a Just bit Dance of. Now. Yes, and Just Dance Now. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I've played a little bit of Division One, a bit of Division Two, the Crew One and Crew Two. I put a little bit more time in and. Um, you know, I enjoyed the experiences that I had there. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do with, with Star Wars. Definitely. Um, so in my video about this, I was talking about, I, I don't want it to be like multiplayer, but I've been thinking about it a little bit. And with the company that they're doing, well, they do have some experience with um, some non-multiplayer games. They, I believe... Uh, yeah, they worked on Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed Revelations. So they do have some experience in that. I could see them doing an open world, a single player game. That could be cool. Uh, we don't know what era it's going to be in. High Republic could be cool. I don't really want it, as much as I love the original trilogy and it is my favorite era, I think it's time to explore something else. And I think that time is either Clone Wars or before. Yeah, no, I mean, I like it would be really awesome to see something different that we haven't seen before. But like my my dream really is to have an open world bounty hunter game set during the Galactic mm-hmm. Civil War, because yes. I feel like it's such a rich time period where, you know, because the Empire has, su- you know, is such a large thing. I feel like it whilst especially with the Outer Rim as well, um, mm-hmm. it was such a huge time for bounty hunters and i just feel like there's so much story potential with that whereas you know during the clone wars you have that period of time as well um and it would be really cool to um maybe explore like some corruption between senators um Mm -hmm. something to do with the separatists or whatever but i don't know i mean i feel like galactic civil war for me is my ideal era for that but then i want to see other games explore different eras as well so depends on what kind of bounty hunting game if they're going for film noir i would say um definitely like coruscant in the clone wars era you're, you're going through that, that that underworlds but if you're going for more like more western 
Western style bounty hunting. Definitely, you want the Galactic Civil War. You want to go on Tatooine. 100%. You want to be able to explore and go through the the wretched hive of scum and villainy that is Mos Eisley. <laughs> like you, you yeah, want that sure. experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, you know, massive are a really good team to be able to do that. I mean, if you look at the crew one and the crew two, you can drive across the entirety of America. Like it's such a. I mean, obviously, it's not like you know one to one scale. It it is a lot more condensed, but if you drive like i in the crew one beta all those years ago i drove from la all the way to um cape cod so like you know pretty much bottom left to the top right of the us almost and that took me like two and a half hours to drive and i was driving a very fast car so um they they have the experience to be able to build these huge open world environments whether that is going to be um just on one planet or like smaller open worlds on different planets or something maybe i don't know like either way i feel like they are a really solid team to be able to to build this kind of environment and i don't know like i think it could be single player but at the same time i'm kind of hoping to see it maybe be a bit like what they have done with the crew and the division in that it has like a story that you play through with your own character so it mm -hmm. is almost like a single player story but you can, well, I mean, with Division, you can do it co-op with online players as well, which is cool. Um, yeah, which I, but, I think know. that would be cool if, <clears throat> if they were going to do something. I would want it that size. I don't want it to be massive, but I would also like yeah. the option to play single player. I think that would be good. Yeah, 100%. I think if you, I think, you know, when you boot up the game, it could be like play single player or play online. And if you go single player, you know, you can just play throughout. You can play the whole story really leisurely and just walk around the open world without any like care in the world and then if you choose to play multiplayer then perhaps the difficulty's ramped up but you're playing with online players in co-op with this mm -hmm. you know with this um with this story and i think it would also be really good if that if it is multiplayer they have all these things that you can do with other online players um like with the division for example you've got like the dark zone so in there it's like super tough but you can get like really high level, like high tier loot and stuff like that. And you have to extract and everything. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of potential for that. You know, they've got really solid store. You know, they've got really solid background with single player stuff, as you mentioned, and multiplayer and kind of co-op and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I think whatever happens, I think we're in for a real treat with, the, with this game. Oh, definitely. Also, uh, real time follow up. It looks like um, Ivory Towers did the crew on the info that I could find. Um, okay, oh, so okay, so maybe what it is then is that um, well, it's just because the creative di it was said that the creative yeah. director for the game. Okay, so maybe he was over over there, but yeah, I mean, either way, like he was the director for the crew, so he's exactly. got this experience with a team of open world. Um, of this vast open world mm -hmm. experience. So he can definitely bring that to the table for sure. Also, more real-time follow-up. They also have an untitled Avatar game. I oh, they do, them. yes. I, I've totally forgot about this, but they announced this a good while ago. And that This, is, this mm -hmm. has been one of the announcements of going into Avatar. They had a couple games that they wanted to be lined up, and there were some problems, and... This is the company that was also going to be making a uh, Avatar game, which they still haven't had more details on. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I actually remember that. That was that's crazy. 
it's really it's weird to think that over the next few years we're going to be seeing like another four films from Avatar. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome that um, like I honestly completely forgot about that. But yeah, I, I remember seeing that in the article yesterday. So it's exciting to see that Massive not only have got the experience they have with the division, but they've also got a team working on a big franchise like Avatar, and obviously going for even bigger with Star Wars. So. Mm-hmm. They're also using something called the Snowdrop Engine. Yeah, so that's what they used for... I think this... Well, yeah, it's definitely what they used for Division, but I'm now doubting... I can't imagine they used it for Crew then, but... Um, either way, yeah, it's... I mean, the, I mean, the Division looks visually great. You know, it's yes. a really nice-looking engine, and I think there is a lot of possibilities. And especially with... The thing to remember as well is that because we're now in a period of time where we have the Xbox Series X and the play, you know and the PlayStation 5 we we've got these capabilities that several years ago we didn't have so there's mm-hmm. not only can they build a big experience like they have done with their previous games but they can just expand even more because the technology is so much more advanced it's going to be fantastic to see the future of it um, now really that we've will. got this opening what kind of developers would you like to see do more star wars games that's a really tough question to be honest um i you know i think a lot of people have said this sorry door shine um, i think a lot of people have said this but naughty dog would be i think would be awesome to make a game like they obviously done last was one and two i'm yet to play two but last was one is one of my favorite games of all time so i'd love to see them do something maybe with with styles i think that'd be really cool when we with the last of us they've got all these stealth mechanics because of the clickers and stuff so i think it'd be really cool and interesting to see some kind of game where they do something like that um as for like you know i well i even if ea weren't acquiring codemasters i would have said codemasters to make a a pod racing game that's you know super in-depth you know kind of like squadrons but racing Mm -hmm. instead and um, a Criterion would also be a really good one for that top, uh, project as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Criterion or Codemasters, I feel like Codemasters would be my ideal one. Like, Criterion are working on Need for Speed, so I'm I'm more than happy for them to continue doing that, whereas Codemasters have got, you know, vast experience over the last 20-plus years with racing games, you know, with Dirt, mm-hmm. with Formula One, Grid, and all that. So, yeah, I'd love to see them go into a proper in-depth pod racing game. Definitely. For that, like... I've always thought about what type of games I want to see, but not so much who would make them yet. So that's definitely something I need to give more thought. I have a couple ideas. Uh, One, I want to see a no-name developer come and do something really unique with the license. Something smaller in scope, very very indie. I'd love to see Mm -hmm. that, like a smaller scale exploration of the Star Wars universe. And I would also love to see... No, I really like that, because I think it is important to, to remember that, you know, this... That whilst the license is opened up it doesn't necessarily have to come from some absolutely huge you know triple a developers you know we could potentially see some indie company um you know pitch an idea and be like hey you know we're a small team based in in italy maybe and we want to make this styles game here's our idea and then they're like oh you know that that's actually really that's a really interesting idea so i think it would be awesome to to see something like that mm-hmm. give smaller the developers and publishers a chance to be able to have their say because i think you know any if you talk to anyone they've all got their own like small little ideas of what you could do with 
with the Star Wars franchise, whether it's introducing a new character and telling their story or whether it's taking an existing character and furthering their story in some kind of way. I think that would be really interesting to see what other people's take on the universe would be. Definitely. You know the the game with the cat in a cyberpunk world? Oh, yes. Stray, I think it's called. Yes. I want that, that, but Star Wars and Lawful Cat on Coruscant. (laughs) That'd be amazing. (laughs) Someone, oh, someone had a really awesome idea for a game yesterday, and I can't remember it, and it's really bugging me. Well, I saw someone, like, um, so, YouTuber 8080chat, and someone in my comments, actually, as well, they had an idea for a game where you basically just play as an Ewok. That was, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Ewok Hunt, the game. Yes. horror-based <laughs> Ewok game, but you play as the stormtroopers, and you have to survive through and uh, find out the secrets of the Ewok village. I think that'd be pretty cool. Dude, that would be pretty cool, yeah. I think it would actually be really interesting to see some kind of, um, you know, like the typical um, zoo-building games and stuff like that. I would really love to see... Like, I genuinely wouldn't mind seeing that kind of game, but Star Wars, where you get to like have all of the different creatures in Star Wars. You know, you can have like something as big as Rancors or Lothcats or something. And just, you you know, you get loads of lore and information from each one, you know, the locations they're from and all that stuff. I don't know. I I just think something small and sweet like that would be awesome because they don't have to all be big action-packed adventures. They can, you know, could be mm-hmm. some relaxing thing like that because i feel like with the star wars license really opening up it would be awesome to cater to even more audiences than what we already have so my 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 last one i'm gonna about about to blow your mind here obsidian entertainment and they are in charge of making kotor 3 bioware started the series with kotor 1 obsidian made the better knights of the old republic 2 the sith lords so I think what would be great, everyone would really enjoy that. They've been it's been one of those games that when people are asking about Star Wars games people want, it's on the yeah, top I've of the mind. BioWare yeah. has had some troubles in the most recent times with um, Anthem and a couple other offshoots of BioSh was Mass Effect Andromeda? Mass Effect. Yes, so Mass Effect. So yeah. they've had some they've had some uh, shaky shaky starts there. Obsidian Games Outer Worlds is fantastic. I had a great time playing through that game. I think they could do something really cool with the Star Wars IP. Maybe it's not Kotor three, but something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people um, ask about Kotor three, and that like that would be awesome. Um, whilst I don't think it has to be Kotor three, I mean, what they, I mean, to be fair, like there's no reason as to why they can't reboot like the kotor series like there's no yeah i mean no obligation i say kotor to... 3 but it could just be kotor yeah it, it like it just the the only thing that i'd i'd really say about that is like if they were to re essentially it wouldn't be the same story or this completely the same game but if they were to essentially remake kotor so that it and bearing in mind that all games now are pretty much going to be ca- you know have to be canon if they were to remake kotor so that it was going to be canon then it would probably have to stay... I mean, they probably wouldn't really have to change the story that much, but there's a chance that they'd maybe want to change the story, do something different with it. And then you'll probably... I feel like you'll get this typical scenario where the game comes out, the story's different to the original story, people don't like that it's different, and then they'll start raging, and it's it's pretty <laughs> sad. But I don't know. I, I, I think it would be awesome to actually see someone take on the Old Republic era 
Mm-hmm. I just don't really know if I don't really know if Disney and Lucasfilm are going to be like, well, we don't want to go there just yet. I feel like that's the only thing. Like because there's this whole High Republic stuff yeah. going on, maybe they won't want to, or or maybe they could do that. Maybe they could pitch an idea for like a an action RPG game in Knights of the, the High, High Republic. Republic era. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe they could do something like that. It's always a possibility. So. That would be really interesting, actually. Uh, it's a, a bright, a bright time for Star Wars games, and I'm oh, so is. pumped that we continue that we can continue to cover Star Wars games, and it has such Dude, a bright future ahead. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I was really feeling like Star Wars game news over the last few weeks. I mean, obviously because it was the holiday time, but I just mm-hmm. wasn't really expecting to see anything to at least EA play live later this year. So the fact that we're only halfway through January and we have news like that, it's just absolutely insane like there's so much more we can talk about whether it's just more news or speculation on or just talking about things that we want to see from these games or what games we want like there's just so much more we can do now like properly you know knowing that you know well it's like a case of if i made this dream pod racing game i want to see like there's there was never really much guarantee of ever being able to see that but now that it's been expanded and we'll likely start seeing a lot more games coming out, then it's going to be a case of, you know, I'm going to make this idea and then boom, you know, I've, I, it just feels like it's got even more chance of it happening really. So very, very Definitely. Exciting. We are going to talk about it a lot more as we continue into the future. Next episode, uh, we'll be talking to Scalp Walker about his victory in the Operation Ace Open and tips and tricks if you want to get better at squadrons. So stay tuned for that. Links to Mark's stuff will be down below. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, especially at such short notice. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Dude, no, it's absolutely fine. I'm always, I'm pretty much always free, so it's always a pleasure. Mm -hmm. That's all for this episode of Uplink Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash uplinkpodcast to get exclusive content as well as access to Uplink Plus, a monthly exclusive podcast talking all things wider world of gaming, Star Wars, and more. Definitely come check this out and help us support the show. A great free way to support the show is by leaving us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can leave a review of the podcast, it helps us out a ton and helps new listeners find the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Uplink Podcast as well as on Instagram, Uplink Podcast as well. Twitter is a great way to keep up to date on all things Star Wars gaming as well as all things on the show. Also, definitely check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. We stream every Saturday at usually it's around 12 p.m. MST. We play Star Wars games. We play Among Us. We play all kinds of fun stuff, and it is a great time. Also, stay tuned for some more content coming to our YouTube channel as we are ramping things up for 2021. Also, if you love video games, Star Wars, plants, and pizza, definitely check us out on Discord. Link will be in the description. Come join our awesome community. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find the show. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.